It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to the Go Big Redcast, the Husker Fan Sports Show with Dave, Honky, Mac, and Boomer. Welcome to the Go Big Redcast. I'm Honky, and uh, I'm with Mac. What's up, Redcasters? How we doing tonight? And we have a special guest. We have Darren Ivey, general manager of the Husker Illustrated magazine. What's up, everyone? All right. Well, we are in Champaign. This is a rapid reaction to tonight's game, a 42-38 to victory over Illinois. Just a nice, easy win, guys, right? No, no pressure. Stress-free, uh, <laughs> kick back, and enjoy the show. That was kind of the night we had there. Uh, you know, let's let's start with you, Darren. You obviously you uh, were at the game. You uh, did uh, press for it, so you were at the press conference tonight and everything. What was your kind of your your quick takeaways from the game and 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 listening to Coach Frost afterward? This is just the uh, the team finally found a way to finish one of these on the road. They've been in four or five close losses on the road lately, and tonight they found a way to win. Coach Frost talked about. The whole emphasis all week was finishing. I don't think he probably figured they were going to have to make a huge comeback to finish, but they did finish and found a way to break that eight-game road losing streak. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. They break the, the road losing streak also. When you think about the last ten games now, uh, with us going three and one here and four and two to end last season, we're seven and three over the last ten games. Those three losses are all on the road and their last second field goal losses to Iowa, to Colorado and a five point loss to, to next week's opponent, uh, Ohio State. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. I mean, there is progress. It's 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 frustrating at times, Husker fans, and it, you want to pull your hair out, but there is progress. Mac, tonight, we could we could honestly beat up the offense for a number of things that we didn't like, mm-hmm. and yet they pulled out seven hundred yards. Yeah, it was it was so confusing because you're looking at each other during the game, and you're like, what is going on with our team? We can't get anything going. And then you look up at the scoreboard, and it's like, oh, 300 yards at half. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, <laughs> it was like, you know, you feel like Adrian's kind of slogging around out there, not making any plays, and, and then you check the final stats. He's got 100 yards rushing, you know. Yep. He's, and we had a lot of guys produce. Like, all of our major players still produce on offense. And at the same time, it's like pulling hair out to just to – you know, try to enjoy it. A nice, easy Illinois game, guys. It's what we came up here for. It was like, champagne, oh, easy road victory. Let's chill out. We'll get get a few drinks in us, and we'll leave at halftime and let the backups play. No? Yeah, well, I mean, hey, a win's a win right now. Amen. And, and just getting that first road win, I think getting some momentum going, I mean, that leads, guess what? We're playing, we're playing on game day next week. ESPN game day is coming to Lincoln, Nebraska for the first time since 2007. Yep. USC, I mean, and that doesn't happen without a victory tonight. So, I mean, it's baby steps and everything, but it, it's a victory in a game that shouldn't have been. Four turnovers tonight to essentially zero. They had one. They threw an interception, but it was essentially a, a punt because they would have punted if they didn't you know, throw the interception. Yeah. So it wasn't a meaningful uh, turnover in that case, but we had four meaningful ones. We fumbled yeah. it you know, in our own red zone, and, and we just – 
We stumbled over our own selves the amount of penalties that we had after only having one last week. Mm-hmm. Those are real things to clear up, and yet we overcame all those to get the victory. That's, yeah. the, that's the thing. And, and for the first time this year, I felt like a problem that we had put to bed had kind of creeped its head back in again. We, you know, with the snaps again was kind of an issue tonight. They were, they were high. They were wide. You know, and that as soon as that starts happening, Adrian tends to get this little hop thing he does every time he gets the ball now. And I don't know if that's throwing off the timing that much. Like I said, it's hard to it's hard to point at the offense and say, do better mm-hmm. when you have like 700 yards of offense. But, you know, there, it, there's things to clean up. Mostly, it's just, it's just another story of self-inflicted wounds and us getting in our own way. And it's so very rarely about the opponent, it, it's frustrating. But there'll mm-hmm. be no room for that next next week, not whatsoever. Well, uh, Redcasters, you guys send in a lot of questions to our GoBigRedcast at Gmail account, to our Twitter, to our Facebook. Thank you so much. Um, we're going to get to these in a second, but I do want to ask, Darren, since you were in the press conference tonight, just in general, how did Coach Frost kind of seem, you know, right after the game? I mean, what was his kind of initial response, and, and is he seeing progress, or was there a lot of frustration in his voice? He was definitely uh, glad to win, but... Happy to win. <laughs> Happy to win. But it definitely was wanting to look out, look at the tape to see how the thing went. But talked about penalties, talked about the fumbles, talked about how Coach Osborne and have, how he's always had this emphasis on turnovers. And even this week he, brought, he mentioned Coach Osborne again, trying to do think exactly how Coach Osborne did with the turnovers. And I thought it was interesting. And Adrian Martinez, when he came into the – little cracker box of an interview room after the game <laughs> that uh, he, again, took blame for a lot of – he said he didn't play one of his best games again, even though he set a school or a personal record for mm-hmm. total yardage. He was re- really hard on himself about the fumbles again and the missed plays that he thought he had made that, and just not playing one of his best games again. He took all the blame for that, so mm-hmm. – you know, you were down, I saw you down in the, the, the end zone, you're down there taking photos, you're on the field, and Mac and I, were up in the stands, and, and I want to give a shout out to some people, Husker Sports Babe on Twitter, she she and her husband John hung out with us. Yeah, uh, the big fun. Oh yeah, the Big Red Tailgate crew, you guys are awesome, Jared and Tyrell, great, you know, great people, had an awesome day tailgating and all that. It seemed loud sitting in the section, but you down there on the field, what did it? What did the Husker section, the, the fans in the stadium, I mean, how did the scene kind of look and feel to you, Darren? It wasn't Colorado loud, but it was It was definitely was throwing off the Illinois offense a little bit. They were having a hard time, and the band was really loud. Mm-hmm. Our, our band was really loud in the fourth quarter. That was, I think, a pretty big factor for keeping the energy up throughout the game and just uh, – seemed like there was a lot of red all the way around the stadium again. Yeah. I thought it was mm-hmm. after the game, I think the players and Coach Frost made it the point to go over as he was walking off the field to shake hands with about 20 Nebraska fans. Oh, that's a bunch cool. of little bunch of little kids and everything. Thank, I'm sure thanking them for coming out as he was shaking hands with them. But I thought that was a, a nice gesture on his yeah, part I, as he was leaving the field. I always crouch down really low so I look younger. <laughs> and then he's more willing to do it, you know. But one thing, you know, where our seats ended up being, because we were, like you said, Matt, we were right above the band. But then right below us, in between us and the band, were the 
it just ended up being that seemed to be the players' parents section. And uh, Wandell Robinson's dad was there. Oh, yeah. And it was so cool to watch. You know, like, this was Wandell's coming out party as far as a Husker, man. He mm-hmm. balled out. And, you know, honestly, he was one of the keys to our victory. 89 yards rushing. And then, you know, I heard that he didn't take many snaps this week at running back. And, you know, just seeing his dad smile ear to ear and as Wandell's making plays. And, you know, that's the kind of thing, you know, we talked earlier in this week about, like, things you wanted to see, like, or not want to see, but like, what's what's the next piece of the puzzle we can add? And Wandell was definitely on that list of, you know, we've seen mm-hmm. some flashes of him, but he hadn't really had a breakout game. He had a breakout game, and it couldn't have come at a better time because Mo was hobbled. You know, Mills was having a hard time holding on to the ball. You know, the offense, again, it's so weird because you can't look at their stats and, and justify with what I'm saying, but we were we're still kind of just struggling to put points on the board, if nothing else, or at least hold on to the ball. But then Wandell comes in and has a game. We had 65 plays of offense last week against Northern Illinois. We brought it up on the show last week how Frost wants more than that. He wants 75 to 85 kind of at least. Well, he got that tonight. He got 99. You know, Martinez, again, we we have so many questions here. And, I mean, I could look through them, but – uh, you know, Becky on Facebook and, and Roger on Facebook, Rob on Facebook, asking about, you know, why does Martinez continue to be so inconsistent? Let's change quarterbacks. Why didn't Vedral play? I mean, those are questions that are legitimately coming throughout the course of the game to us. And yet we're talking about the quarterback that, that they're asking that should be benched is the guy that went 22 of 34 for 327 yards, had three touchdown passes, ran the ball 18 times for 118 yards. A lot of big third down runs. Yes. And and we're the first ones. I'm the first one to sit there and say it wasn't a perfect game, and he looked a little slow at times. I mean, this wasn't the greatest game for Martinez, but my God, what standard are we setting when a guy that has 450 total yards and everything, you know, we're sitting there talking about benching the guy. Um, yeah. So I, I get it. I get the frustration from some fans, but I mean, my my goodness, what the turnovers kill us. And we had some weird turnovers tonight too with the, with the the refs here for a second. I mean, we have the the kind of the I don't know what you call it, the tuck rule or whatever the heck the ball is, you know, the whatever we want it to be rule. I guess the because ref- their quarterback can do the exact same thing and it's not a fumble. And our quarterback actually has <laughs> arm going forward and the ball past the line of scrimmage, but it didn't, then it is a fumble. Ridiculous. Oh, I mean, that, that was... Was Pac-12? <laughs> that was as frustrating as you can get. You know, obviously, none of us got to watch the game on, on the TV. We were, we were at it. But uh, it sounds like the Big Ten Network, some people are pretty upset with that. We got a question from Tyler on Facebook. Why does the Big Ten Network hate on Nebraska so much? Um, I think my, Matt Millen was doing the game, and that's uh, some of the feedback that we were getting, is that he must have been not showing us some love there. I don't, you know, that's that one's a little tough. Hard to say. You know, and I, I, I think about that, too, because, you know, when you're surrounded by fans and you're kind of, it's funny how you just make friends with, like, you know, like the 12 people in your immediate vicinity, minus one Illinois fan. <laughs> yeah. and, and I'll say this, Illinois fans, who will never listen to the show, um, had a great time here, great host. You had one kind of a duber just sitting <laughs> right in front of us, and, and he was, I'm, I'm telling you, they, he left in the, was the first quarter? He left in the first quarter, but... And that was wise because people were getting heated with this kid. And yeah. could you imagine if he'd have stayed? Because it only got good about two minutes left in the game. Yeah. Like he would have been murdered. Not by me though. <laughs> Not by me. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. You know. Back to the offense. David Wolf sending us an email to the Go Big Redcast account. Talked about the offense struggling in the first half, but he said they seemed to get better in the second. Darren, what did you kind of see maybe as the game went on? 
offensively? Did you see, you know, did it look better in the second half to you? Did it, did it kind of look the same? I mean, do you think we wore them down with those 99 plays? What did you kind of get from being at field level, your sense of what we did offensively to them as the game went on? The, we definitely wore them down. The coaches, the players said it afterwards. They told Frost that during the game that they felt that they were wearing them down. Mm-hmm. They talked about how our tempo was a little bit better in this game. We were able to get going with some of the up more up-tempo, mm-hmm. even though we were lost some of our playmakers at different times with yeah. some of the big hits they took tonight. Spielman oh. got laid out a couple of times. Oh, and yeah. That kept, kid's, that kid's kept, a warrior. He kept getting back up and kept going back out there. And Robinson talked after the game about how he was so glad that he had come to Nebraska. The Husker coaches said that – they're so glad they he's wearing scarlet and cream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was a bit, that was a big win for them in the recruiting battle to get him here. And mm-hmm. you saw tonight what a big part of the offense he can be and will continue to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they spread the ball around again tonight pretty well. It was Jack Stahl had a huge catch in the third, fourth, oh, fourth that quarter. Crazy acrobatic tipping the ball up catch. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, we have a. Well, you know, I don't know if we, we had a lucky charm or not, but we have an email from Nate, uh, Springfield Nate, and he says, I believe I've stumbled upon our good luck charm during last week's game. I kept this football, a certified Tom Osborne autographed ball given to me last Christmas by my wife on my coffee cable table during the game, and the result was total dominance. This week I forgot the ball in my office during the first half. Result, four turnovers, 11 penalties. So I remembered the ball at halftime and placed it in the proper place in front and center, and, and we won. So Springfield Nate, clearly. Pick I'm, it up, Springfield Nate. What are you yeah, doing? Wait yeah, until halftime? Don't wait till halftime next week. Not adjustments, man. But, Get your game face ready. But good move. At least good move <laughs> catching it catching at the half. Um, this is Rapid Reaction. I think, you know, we're going to have a lot more to talk about this week on the show. Um as we move forward, we'll, we'll do that show on Tuesday night, release it on Wednesday. But I guess while I still got you guys here, uh, you know, Mac, I'll just start with you. Just kind of general thoughts, you know, kind of in closing on what you saw tonight and, and how you feel moving forward. We're 3-1. and one. Ohio State's up. Um, you know, I'd probably echo a little bit of what I heard Frost say about this this team's uh, ability to focus towards the end. There, there, there's no uh, panic button. Um, we just kind of went out there and handled business, kind of found a way to win. And, you know, the defense stepped up when it needed to. They had a couple big runs on us. But for the most part, I thought our defense held up pretty well. Um, the one thing I would I wanted to mention is something I've never done before. And we went out to uh, meet the players as they were coming off the bus. You know, they were loading up for the bus and all the players were waiting outside for them. Or all the, the players' parents were waiting outside for them. And it just, you know, as you see them come out and hug their parents and... and girlfriends or whatever it just kind of reminds you that these are just still young kids you know and it's just it's kind of a sweet moment where you get to see them and their parents are so proud of them and they're so happy they get a victory so you know that it's easy to be uh pessimistic and negative as a a football fan sometimes but you know this game is a it's a beautiful thing and these Uh these road trips are just you know i we i don't get to do them enough but they're just magical sometimes you go out there you meet the husker fans you meet some illinois fans have a great time, and you know, we pulled off the victory in the end. So I mean, it's a, it's a it's a net win for this guy. I absolutely. And you talked about the defense there, Darren. I mean, just defensively, uh, you know, we've touched a lot on offense, but I mean, we saw some real progress defensively tonight too. Yeah, the first two games, the rush defense has been really good. Tonight, we held them under 100 yards passing to hold any college team under 100 yards. The back end was really good tonight. Mm-hmm. We, 
didn't see any 26 yards was the longest pass completion they had. I mean, obviously we're going to see a lot better quarterback with Ohio mm-hmm. State, but the fact that we have the capability to shut down the run at times, shut down the pass at times, there is hope that we can slow down the Ohio State attack. Yeah. There's They've shown signs. Yeah, I think we can move the ball on, on a lot of teams. And we got to get healthy. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Rob – or. Oh, uh, Jish Washington, we got to get him healthy, all that. But we can move the ball. Turnovers, I mean, it's the, it's the broken record, but turnovers and penalties, if if we have turnovers like we had tonight, that's not going to be a good thing tomorrow or next week. If we cut those back, if we have penalties like we had a week ago where we only had one, uh, if those snaps are better and all those things, um, you know, I think we're going to do just fine against Ohio State. You know, we'll get a lot more chance to, to break that game down here, like I said, in the week, but um, there's a lot of positives to come out of tonight. Absolutely. Like Michigan getting stomped by Wisconsin. That was a positive. <laughs> <laughs> Offensive line, Hymas stepped it up. I, I mm. think people thought he might be out for a while at the way he looked last week, but mm. he got well fast. Yeah, Taylor Britt playing Taylor out Britt there today. Played, I mean, yeah. those are things that we didn't know if those guys were even going to be able to play. So a lot of progress. Uh, you know, we got the three and one. Uh, you know, we're going to be hosting game day. They're coming to our city. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, you know, this was a, this was a good game. This so is a good game tonight. We're it's a still great waiting for this team to play its best ball. But when you, there's enough potential. You see enough, you see enough uh, playmakers and, and defensive playmakers to, to give you hope. Once we, you know, we put it all together, we're formidable. There's, there's no doubt about it. Like the, the yards we put up tonight with four turnovers, with 11 penalties, that's it, that can't be denied. So yeah. I, I, you they know, might have run 125 plays if they didn't have the turnover. Yeah, yeah. Right. That, isn't that crazy? I mean, that's that's a really good point. <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 the other team doesn't get 300. The 299 total yards they get on us, they don't even get that yeah. if we don't give them the turnovers and give them the ball. So um, we were a much better team than they were tonight. But boy, we made enough mistakes to keep them in it. The difference is, a year ago we lose that game. This year we don't. So there's your progress, if nothing else. I'm going to give you, our guest, Darren, the, the final say of the night. Uh, just your kind of parting shots from what you saw this tonight, this weekend, this trip. Uh, what's your takeaway from Illinois? Players are happy. Coaches, yeah. coaches are happy to, to get out of there with a the win. I think this was kind of a trap game. It really kind of was, and we were able to get out of the trap with a four-point win the last I remember the last road win, it was a very similar. We was at Purdue, and we had a last-second catch by Stanley Morgan mm-hmm. that oh, night yeah. to pull out a 25-24 win. That was a tough win that night, too, and this was definitely a tough tough win, but a good win for the for the Husker faithful. Yeah. Well, before we head out, uh, Husker Illustrated, uh, where can they get it, and, and when can they expect the, the next uh, issue out? They can get subscriptions on... Huskersillustrated.com, and uh, we do a weekly issue during the football season after each game, previewing the next game, recapping this game. We have some great photos, cover volleyball, soccer, mm-hmm. all the sports, especially football. Yeah. Huskersillustrated.com. One more question for Darren, too, is because um, you were telling me earlier, who's your favorite Redcaster? <laughs> Put him on the spot there. Red JK, ca- JK. Yeah. Redcasters, uh, go out, get yourself uh, uh, the Husker Illustrated this week. Uh, it's more than just football. It's it's a great magazine there. 
And uh, thanks for listening here. We'll be back again Tuesday night, probably releasing on Wednesday morning. And uh, it's a go Big Red Cast reaction. Yeah.